So good morning, good evening, namaste, hola, bonjour, and marapan. This is Namya Joshi, your host for the day. Welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. Each one teach ten an amazing world of STEM, an inspiring venture where we will be discussing that STEM is part of every day for every kid. We also will learn together how to build a STEM culture. So. To be honest, I am very excited today because today I'm not joined by one, not two, but six very special guests whom you all will be meeting soon. So we're going to have lots of fun during this special episode. So hold on your breath, and I'm very excited to talk to my guests. So let's have them on the board. So we have Mr. Becca Auli with us. So let's have a round of introduction with everybody. So Mr. Becca Auli. We would love to know about what you're doing and the work you're inspiring the people with. So, can you please tell us about yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm Becca Oli. Designing learning environment is my work and passion in 2019. Currently, I'm running OKM-funded project where we have developed and started our Digi Learning Lab space, XR AI robotics. and drones inspire us the most your students learn start small companies and find their own strengths hope all of you to see there thank you thank you so much mr pekka only and you talking about the digilab and poker that reminded me of my visit to you in 2019 and like there was an entire week where we had so much fun together making so many things from ar and i especially remember the 3d models that mr yuka gave me so hope to see you soon after this covid pandemic so next we have ms karima babbar it's my pleasure to have you here on my podcast ms karima how are you doing today hi namna fine how are you i'm also good so we would love to have some words of wisdom about who you are and what you're doing for our audience Yeah, I totally go by George Coase's words. Technology will not replace great teachers, but technology in the hands of great teachers can be transformational. Just like you, Namya. So, hello everyone. I'm Garima Babar, Head Education Initiatives, India and South Asia at Adobe, and I'm obliged to be here at Wonder Namya's show. Shall each one teach ten an amazing world of STEM. Yes, I believe STEM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, plays a very vital role in each student's life today, and uh, not only the student's life but also in our society as a whole, directly or indirectly. Especially uh, during uh, today's time, due to the uh, COVID-19 crisis, at first it was difficult for the uh, students to cope up with the uh, situation, but Online platforms like Adobe came to the rescue, and things not only became new normal for them, but it also became clearer than they were before. Uh, children uh, totally had a new perspective of education using the uh, interactive and user-friendly ways. So, when there is such a transformation in remote education, how do we ensure that assessments? Uh, be in the form of presentations or a project and uh, 
I build on that because uh, it is all about creating digital experiences and that is uh, all what Adobe is about. So thank you very much, Namya, for having me on your post uh, podcast. And I look forward to a great show. Thank you so much, Ms. Karima. And you truly talk about how Adobe is shaping the future with all the tools that it is providing. And personally, I must say that these tools are going to help the future generations to come to visual learning and game-based learning because these the tools that Adobe provides helps a lot for the student engagement in the classrooms because of all the graphics and visuals. And I personally recommend people using these tools. So it's an honor to have you here. And now I must say that my happiness knows no bounds as I have Mr. Ranjit Singh Basale, my American guest who has put India yet again on the world map prominently. So Hello, you... Namya. Hi, how are you doing, sir? Okay, so uh, my name is Ranjit Singh Sari, and I'm from Paritavedi uh, in Maharashtra government and introducing them to technology and um, uh, so that they could contribute in society. So this is my motto, and I'm glad to have Namya, who is a girl who, is, who has organized this podcast each one teach ten. So looking forward to this. Thank you. And it's uh, like a pleasure to have you here because you're inspiring so many girls to come forward in the STEM fields. With just QR codes, you created such an impact in their lives. And you're really a very inspirational personality. Now talking about getting excited, let's have the vibrant Donna Sarkar with us. And let's learn about who she is and what is she exactly doing. How are you doing, Ms. Dana? Uh, yeah, very well. Thank you so much, Namya. Uh, it's an honor to be here at your podcast. Thank you so much, Ms. Dana. And we would love to speak to you in the questions round as well. Okay. And now we have my Minecraft mentor, Mr. Stephen Reed. How are you? Hi, Namya. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm great. It's good to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing Thanks. And let me tell you, I am more excited than I was for the first time. And it's so overwhelming that I'm here at Vandanamya podcast, hashtag each one teach 10. And let me tell you, I've spent almost 20 years researching and developing and refining curriculum content and uh, pedagogical practices that transform learning through play for students and teachers worldwide. And, you know, uh, when I started my career, I had always dreamt on being at a podcast, but at that time, there was no one. And now we have Namya, who is doing such a great job. And I have been using Minecraft as a tool for teaching and uh, social education for over 10 years. And I must say that Minecraft creates innovators and I believe that play matters. And I'm so excited to have a great show ahead. Thank you. I totally agree with you on that, that Minecraft makes innovators because that tool is such an amazing tool to make the learning very fun and engaging. Like you've been using so many games that I haven't ever heard about to make the learning era so fun. And uh, that's true, play matters and play can be used anywhere just to explain even a small concept. And last but not the least, we have Shreyan Dhaka, uh, who is a 16-year-old young entrepreneur. So hi, Shreyan, how are you doing today? Hello, Namya, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you for inviting me to your this 
brilliant podcast so hello everyone i am shyam daga i am 15 years old and i have founded the edtech startup ol that is online live learning a live marketplace where anyone can learn or teach anything they have expertise at. the edtech sector has received a massive boost amid the pandemic situation that's true i have seen the website and it is truly a boon for people who can use this technology just for not only the students like who don't like to learn but what they want to learn that's the, the best place to come to your site where they can learn what they want to learn and learn from who they want to learn so congratulations to you on your first venture thank you navin thank you shan so let's have back mr pekka auli and we all know that we love augmented and virtual reality so to expand our knowledge more upon the topic let's learn from the e learning specialist himself from finland so i believe that creation is the highest form of learning and like i said ar plays an important role in that so what do you have to say about that mr pekka yes namya creativity is the most important and ar adjuminated reality is a computer based learning and it's really very important as you said creativity is you know something a person is blessed with you know you need creativity in everything not only in craft but everything and ar is really really important in that so i just want to say that ar is important and creativity is the most important thing in life thank you thank you so much mr pekka and that's true that creativity is exactly a blessing for you that no matter how much you use it up it will never vanish away because it is there with you forever the more you use the more it's the better for you so how are you doing with the models that you've been preparing in your digilab these days so uh, it's 3d models which we make uh, yeah. and recently uh, we'd make 3d masks in uh, 2020 which was a successful project which we done and it was great and it was a cool thing like digital masks digital yeah. thing on your face yes and never seen that and it is really amazing doing that thing true and we're going to have like the art exhibition coming soon so very excited about that thank you so much mr pekka so i have my next question for ms karima so i believe that the skills that we learn or uh, anything that we learn in our life goes along forever including the most important four c's and i believe that our children these days should be and actually must be equipped with the four c's in stem so according to you ms karima why is it very important and why do you think that the coming generation needs it yeah the four c's of the 21st century skills which are mainly creativity critical thinking cooperation and collaboration are very important my favorite c of all which is collaboration i think that everyone uh, people of different ideas put in their uh, ideas together so it will just be transformational okay and um, the collaboration is like it is very important 
and uh, critical thinking it goes into you need to analyze everything that you do you need to put the logics uh, in stacks and uh, take a sequence and then uh, do what you want to do further then there is creative thinking uh, which you call the right side uh, thinking so if you think out of the box that's what we need today and uh, the last uh, thing which is uh, yeah communication communication is also very important because we need to interact with each other and we need to know more we need to uh, give an input and an output also uh, we need to listen as well as speak so i think the four c's are very important in our life that's true like the way you explained all the four c's in such a smooth way was i liked that a lot because see i i think that all these uh, four c's are actually connected it's not like if you know collaboration that's all it's the end of it because when you start learning about creativity you learn collaboration you learn critical thinking and communication so what's your take on that actually these four c's are connected with each other and uh, we need to learn a lot about and if we follow these four c's we are unstoppable true and if i would ask like which tool is like which is the fav most favorite tool of your in adobe that you think is very important like and that helps a lot in development yeah. of forces the adobe spark true it's my favorite as well glad to know that yeah thank you so uh, like just ms karima talked about the forces in such an efficient and smooth way um let's come upon now the student voice and choice because everybody's choice and everybody's voice matters because we all have a voice which we can speak out we should know why we're telling that thing so i have mr ranjit desale here so mr ranjit desale we would love to know the what's your take on empowering the student voice and student choice um so my uh, thing is that the opportunity to choose the learn the way they learn so my simple question is that if we force a child and tell them to take on whatever passion which he is not interested in will it will will it be a successful one obviously not so my thing is student choice and voice matters a lot and um the uh, one thing which i also want to include is stem um we all have in, uh, we have introduced a different learning concept which is stem which uh, gives a kids another way to learn and uh, to explore so that's one thing which i want to mention thank you that's true and i remember like the dinosaur park skype that you had done that also is a very great example of talking about how you are trying to um, bring out the student voice and student choice so are you using flipgrid in your classes to do the same yes uh, that uh, i'm using in my classroom uh, the global classroom uh, to make uh, kids explore and learn different things sitting at one place so that's one thing that's true and if i would like to take this take of talking about flipgrid in here because this platform is a great platform talking about the students who don't like to speak and who are like a kind of shy in the classrooms but when we start using tools like flipgrid to improve in like try to improve their uh, student voice student choice we just give them like a task to talk about what they like and what they want to speak they'll come and say everything that they want to say because 
they're not shy at all because they're speaking to the camera and they can speak whatever they want. And that's when it it is like you speak your total inner thoughts and you pour that out. So it's great to know you're using that, Mr. Ranjit. Okay, now I would love to talk back to my Minecraft mentor. Let's have him back in here. So I would love to talk about Minecraft. So you can see that game-based learning plays an important role in teaching by making students to collaborate, communicate, interact, and work in teams. And also strategic games improve the functioning of the brain. And they can like inspire the learners to develop the skills and build a kind of emotional connection to learning the subject that matters. So Mr. Stephen, that you, you've been using Minecraft for such a long time. So how do you think that Minecraft matters to education? Okay, so uh, before I say that, uh, let me give you an example of mine. So uh, I was in grade eight and that time our uh, social science teacher actually uh, made us learn the French Revolution uh, through a new way. So it was actually that uh, he had actually given us characters like I was the French man, he's the German man and the corridors are the Americans. And we'd actually made paper balls and uh, like, well, so when the attack comes, so we actually threw balls at each other. So this actually made us visualize. So this is the France, this is Germany, and these are the Americans and attacking. So when you have a game-based learning, so we didn't only learn French Revolution, but uh, we also learned geography. So you see, uh, game-based learning doesn't only uh, teach you a particular thing, but it allows you to learn many more things. And uh, the game-based learning, so I don't just say that uh, Minecraft or esports, but you can actually teach students uh, through outdoor games. And that is why I believe in play matters. So if you see in all my handles, I've written hashtag play matters. So why does play matter? Because if a student is uh, just getting the theoretical education, he is, he'll, get, he'll actually get disinterested after a point of time. But when we make it inter interesting through game-based, so, you know, actually the child gets so involved with it. And after a point of time, we come to know that the child has started innovating things on its own. Like you take the example of Minecraft. So uh, Namia has, as you know that, like as everyone knows, you have developed, you have developed an Egyptian civilization, yeah? So that way is like you have developed the Egyptian civilization. So like that we have many, uh, we have the Indus Valley civilization. So like that uh, students start making it on their own. And that's how the concepts get more clear. And that is why game-based learning gets so, so, so important. And that is why everyone should inculcate in game-based learning to all the students. And Namia, you are doing a great job uh, with Minecraft. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Stephen. And hearing the way you talked about the um, French Revolution with just the corridor activity, you stand there, get the tables and all. That was such fun. And, and I can actually visualize the way you actually did it. And that's how you started using the game-based learning and the way you said Minecraft. But I totally agree that it's not just about games. It's like outdoor games as well, because play matters, even if it is indoor games, outdoor games, or just like brain games, every way play matters because I think I agree with you on this point that if everything is gamified, then there'll be nothing in this world which is like very tough to understand. 
and I hope you'll agree with me on that. Okay, so let's have Ms. Donna. We've been, it's been a while since we spoke, Ms. Donna. So I would like to ask you that imagine if is a powerful context and it is inspired by Sir Ken's observation that life on Earth is a power of imagination. So I would like to ask you, what if, like, imagine if girls are empowered for, empowered for STEMs? So how would you complete this place? If the girls are empowered for STEMs, uh, this imagination will become a reality uh, for sure. Yes, because we're talking about a very, very powerful section of our society, uh, that is the girls. Um, uh, throughout my education in the school, I've seen that the girls score more. Throughout my education, I've seen that the girls are more attentive in the class than the boys. They're more less distractive than the boys. They're less destructive than the boys. Uh, normally, the wars are fought by the men and not by the women or girls. So we see that the girls are there to, to create uh, the world and they are there to create the humanity. They are there to extend the humanity to the next level. So they have a lot of power and we have to, uh, we have to agree to that. Having said that, we have to also see that, uh, I've been traveling around the world and seeing, seeing how, this, how this mentality of the world people, this functions, okay? So I see a lot of big divide when we see the developed countries and underdeveloped countries. And that's why I'm doing a lot of work in upliftment of some of the underdeveloped countries in Africa. Uh, unless and until, and I truly believe that, unless and until the entire humanity comes on one page or one platform or one thought process of education, it will be very difficult for us to grow as a planet on the whole yeah so that's why it's, it's very 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 important for us to understand this uh, all the developed countries to understand this and just handhold the people who are lagging behind and get them together because together we can win and that is what uh, that is what my agenda is second thing is that if we keep our life simple um, let's not complicate it uh, let's keep it simple and work towards the changing environment. So what is STEM? STEM basically is the changing environment altogether, right? So uh, when we were kids, we were taught the tables in the school when we were in second grade, okay? Two twos are four, two threes are six, two fours are eight, and we were made to remember them. It's not really required in today's world because we have the, the supercomputers doing this job, yeah? Uh, where it is required is that how can I use this table uh, to really catapult myself to a next level of thinking or the thought process. So this is where we have to lay stress on rather than uh, being at the ground. So uh, this is what I think and this is, this is, this is I, I really congratulate Namia for arranging this podcast for us and um, also giving us this opportunity to talk to everyone who think that yes, um, the STEM education is the next big thing that is there in this. Thank you so much, Ms. Donna. And I totally agree with you on that. That imagine if there's gender equality, imagine if that the technological revolution is spearheaded by girls and boys all together in holding hands in hands. And imagine if there are like smart people like you and me, Donna, and everybody around us, competing with them is very challenging. 
So I hope like the world around us will have better evolution in STEM learning. It was good talking to you. And I would like to ask you that, um, how is your power platform going on these days? Oh, it's going very well. And we have a, a, a completely young team of uh, people. And the youngest people in our team is uh, four years old. Oh, wow. Okay, and uh, the oldest member of our team is 87 years old. Okay, so we, we're trying to, to get people on board uh, with different mindsets, different thought processes, and uh, we're trying to develop and innovate uh, every day. So something that was there yesterday is become absolute today, and uh, we're coming up with new ideas and, uh, and new thought processes in which uh, we're going to change the way the world thinks, right? And let me tell you, the four-year-olds are giving us a lot of input to improve this entire platform. That's true. And like your words tell me that the youngest is four and then the eldest is 87. It tells me like the le learning has no age. You can start even learning at three if you want to start even, learn even 90. It's never about that. It's good to know that your platform is going great and best of luck for the coming uh, initiatives that you're going to do. So I have my next question for our youngest entrepreneur in here. What is your take on like, I asked Stephen about Minecraft. So you're very familiar about using Minecraft and about that. Yeah, yeah cause you, yes. Tell me something about what do you think Minecraft is mattering to education? Cause I see you've been using a lot that you also put that on your OLL. So tell us why is it there and why do you want Minecraft to come up? Game-based learning is a very strong platform for students to complete their education. I take an example of Minecraft. I have been playing Minecraft in the age of uh, 10. It has been six years that I have been playing Minecraft and I have been thoroughly enjoying that. It has been increasing my maths level and sciences. That uh, I have also been asking children to play game-based learning. The children who are coming to, to, be, to, to the OLL, that is online life learning, we recommend them to play on game-based learning. We have our game-based learnings for maths and sciences also. Uh, game-based learnings like, and I can also tell something about eSports. Yeah, that is also a very good platform. So if you talked about eSports, I would love to ask you something about that. eSports competitions actually increased a lot in popularity over the last oh, two decades. And lot. yes, like they've become an integral part of our youth culture with tournaments. And they attract interest from millions of people around the world. So this growing industry has actually created many connections to both technology and STEM sectors. So I would love to know for you, from you that how eSports can offer student learning opportunities, access to college and pathways to industries. Firstly, let me tell you about eSports. eSports, what is E in that sport? eSports. E takes the name as electron electronic sports that is game-based learning simple esports is a form of competition using video games esports often takes is form of organized multiplayer video games competition particularly between professions players uh, individual or as a team now the question is is esports a good career let me tell you it is safe to assume that the future of Indian esports and video games is bright. That's true. Okay, so now we have uh, had all our questions from all the audience. 
uh, the guests in here. So we have, I have a few, you can say, kind of surprise questions for you all. So let's start with Mr. Ranjit Basale. Okay, Mr. Ranjit, uh, would you fight rather 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Quite tricky question. Um, can you repeat it once again, Namia, please? Sure. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? I think they will be same. And uh, I think I'll take one horse duck size. Okay, so you want such a like, horse sized duck to fight yeah. with you? Okay, nice take. That's good to hear. So probably we can bring one horse sized duck in the arena and we can fight together someday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, now let's have Ms. Garima. Okay, Ms. Garima. What two items would you take with you if you were shipwrecked on a deserted island where all your food and water needs were to be taken care of? Okay, there are two items that I would take. Uh, is first of all, a family photo. Okay, so family comes first. And uh, looking at that photo will only remind me that I'm not alone in this world. And uh, everything to me matters uh, when my family is there for me. And the second thing that I would take is a book. I love reading books and a reading book would just, I would not care about the environment around me and I would just read and that is just uh, the end of the world for me. Thank you so much. And that's true. And it's very well said by you that you would take your family's photo. That reminds you you're not alone. And we're actually not alone in this world. Somebody is still there for you. And I know that you love reading books. Books are like your best friends forever. That's great to hear. Okay, let's have now probably Shreyan. Okay, Shreyan, let's say yeah. that if you had a time machine, would you travel to the future or back to the past? I would like to travel both. But okay, I choose one option. Yeah, okay. For oh, one option, I would like to travel to the future to see. Why? to see what have our students become and did we succeed that what we had to do that their dreams are true right now or not i want to see the technology the game based learning and of course what i have become ah that's great that's great to hear so let's see what the 26 year old shriandaga becomes in the next 10 years yeah okay miss my minecraft mentor i would love to ask you but if I gave you $50,000 to start your own business, what business would you start? Okay, so I actually would uh, make a big company of Minecraft where we actually produce innovators. And oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that would be great fun. And I think I'll make you the CEO. <laughs> uh, thank you. It'll be my yeah, And I think we can collaborate and, you know, we can have big innovators produced. <laughs> yes, big innovators coming yeah, and yeah. spreading around the world and going yeah. into each country. Yeah, and that would be great. Technology indeed. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Pekavli, my question to you. Let's say uh, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? This is a equation, you know? So, uh, I would be a 
banyan tree you would say okay a big tree with shady leaves and all you know to keep the people cool give them place because nowadays all the trees are getting cut to make buildings and all those things you know so at least one tree a big one for all of you to sit under and do something creative like you are doing namya that's a great job and we're really proud of you thank you and i would love to see sit under you and then i'll take some fruits as well we think uh, it would be great also to swing on the branches of the banyan tree yes <laughs> we will learn ar coming yeah. around i think we invented reality too yeah we all putting like minecraft and ar under the tree making all the projects in there and then mr pekka telling us okay that's what he did wrong change that it'll be so fun waiting for that moment then me too you can actually turn yourself into a tree because you are an ar expert i think you can actually do that okay so miss donna my question to you what kind of kids movie is scary to you uh before i answer this question i think you can ask this question to everyone because i was answering everyone's questions in my mind so uh, was everyone also answering everyone's questions in their mind that had this question been given to me uh, what, what will be my answer yeah that's the magic of asking uh, some really really uh, funnily serious questions by namya namya this is great stuff Thank yeah you. Uh, and really really runs your creativity and imagination and uh, this is the way it should be yeah so the scariest movie i have seen for kids is uh well i am uh, i think i i will be making one <laughs> because i i <laughs> because of all the movies that i've seen uh, that the kids are seeing now um not able to really collaborate with it because i love to spend time with kids and i understand the the way the kids work and the way what what clicks with them what does not so i think i can be making one movie which is scary enough to um, for them to laugh it out yeah so uh, when i will be making a scary movie they will be laughing at every scene so they will be scared and they will be laughing they will be scared and they will be laughing yes. yeah so they will be saying that i don't want to see the next scene but still they will be seeing the next scene so that's the kind of movie i have in my imagination and i think my power platform is going to make that one oh uh, yes like you you're going to become from an author to a movie director someday and let's see if we could go with shreyan's time machine over there we can see what you're going to do so that was so much fun and very hilarious and i must say that we all had like blast together talking about so many things and i hope you had fun as well can i have your take on that it was amazing uh, stuff namya uh, absolutely mind boggling and the way you have uh, engaged with us and you kept us together uh, it was brilliant and there was so much of learning thank you so much miss dana so actually i must say that mr pekawali your passion is contagious and draws attention of others you certainly given a clear message that there are no boundaries and we can collaborate on any project even if you were a banyan tree So thank you so much and Ms Karma there was so much to learn from the ideas that you shared though that if if teachers students can learn by creativity curiosity critical thinking we all can continue learning together and i agree that um growth mindset and stem are a perfect match for today's classroom 
And Mr. Ranjit, uh, I really resonate with what you said. And indeed, teachers are the real change makers who are changing lives by just using mixture of talking, talk and challenges. And they always believe in giving and sharing. And Ms. Donna, I, I want your Power Platform to go on ahead and hope you do great in future. And I've been using the Power Platform. I even started my own merchandise app with that. I'm gonna share the proper made app with you soon and I hope you like it. And my Minecraft mentor, I, I just love the work that you're doing and I want to learn so many new things from you. We meet like every second Saturday, every second Friday to learn things on um, about how you use Minecraft, how you're using so many tools and you're actually helping me to become a better version of myself. And Shreyan, best of luck from your entrepreneurship. And to end, I must say that like you're doing entrepreneurship and you live life uh, of your life, your days of your life, like most people can't because you learn so many things every day and the learning is never ending. So I had so much fun with you all today. Meet you on the next episode. Till then, each one, teach 10. Have a nice day.